You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Oz Network as we continue our coverage of Lost Season 1, Episode 13, and just ignore every single episode we've done before today. They didn't count, they were shit, there was nothing of importance in any of them because we have finally reached peak Lost. That's it. The one episode that is the greatest episode in the history of this show. Not because it solves the mysteries. Not because it tells you about the polar bear. Not because it introduces the number. Not because it introduces not Penny's boat. Not because Ben's in it. Not because anything. It's the one and only Boone episode. Boone, Boone is here. <laughs> celebrate the, the celebration that is the Boone episode. It's called Hearts and Minds. First aired on January 12th, 2005. One of the greatest moments in the history of the world. January 12th. 2005, people talk about all the iconic moments in history, you know, where were you when 9-11 happened, where were you when man landed on the moon, where were you when the Boone episode aired of Lost? Uh, <laughs> this uh, was written by Carlton Cuse and Javier Grillo Macarrug, and it was directed, it's not actually how you pronounce his name, uh, and it was directed by Rod Holcomb, um, and... Yeah, that's about all you need to know at the beginning of it. My name <laughs> is Ben, and yo, Croc Hunter, why doesn't anyone want to hear my side of the story? Uh, um, my name is Noren. Sadly, this is the Lost Podcast, not the Dating Podcast. <laughs> um, so, it's, again, we choose the same scene. We're psychically, psychically channeling each other. Um, I'm so glad that you didn't take my closing one, because I had two really good ones. That, um, <laughs> I was going to go with the other one, but anyway. Um, what an iconic moment it is to be alive right now. Uh, <laughs> we're at the Boone episode, the one and only podcast devoted to Lost <laughs> that actually gives a shit about Boone. Um, and, like... <laughs> All the other... This is this is where all the other Lost podcasts do wrong. Like, I'm sure they're good. I'm sure they're, like, devoted fans. You know, like, they're, they're really into this show. They can probably tell you, like, what somebody did on this day and this day and all this sort of stuff. Great. Good on you. But, like, you don't give a shit about Boone, all right? Like, <laughs> this is just... You're not a fan unless you care about Boone. Because Boone and Shannon are the stars of this show. They were, <laughs> they were absolutely, cruelly erased from our hearts... Too early in Lost. It's bullshit. And that's why we're here to rectify that and make sure that this episode lives in infamy. Like, again, if you have to listen to just one episode of our Lost coverage, this is it. None of the others. This (laughs) is it. Hearts and Minds, episode 13, season one. Noah, you're excited for this one, aren't you? Um, well, (laughs) I love Boone. I don't love this episode. Um, but just a few kind of disclaimer kind of little notes here um last week uh i mentioned that whatever the case may be was the highest rated episode of loss which i speculated that i may be of making that up and it turns out i was i checked that after and i was completely wrong um and you know these episodes haven't aired yet so we could have edited it out but uh, we don't want to. We're lazy. So you just, I'm the dumb one of the podcast now, apparently. Um, <laughs> and I guess the second note was this is written by Carlton Cuse, um, which he is kind of along with Damon Lindelof, the two brains behind Lost. I know that JJ was there in the beginning, but he left in season one. And throughout the show, these were the two main show runners, Damon and Carlton. Um, he joined in solitary as a 
uh, executive producer, but this is his first written credit. So those two will kind of become the team, Lindelof and Cuse, who are responsible for most of the running of Lost. So he's on board now. Um, yeah, hearts and minds. Boone, he's great. We love him. This episode, <laughs> he barely is even in the thing, which is just like goes to show... Um, the character of Boone at this point and that they have no idea what to do with him and that they're probably regretting even having him on the show. Um, but in his flashback, he's probably in like half the episode. And um, the problem with this episode is I love Boone, but there's just like barely any good Boone and Shannon stuff in it. And, you know, I care, I'm caring about all the other plot lines in this episode that happen over... Um, over the, the main character-centric plotline. And, I mean, some of this... This is one of the few episodes that was short, uh, so that it had to add scenes to it. Normally, they have to cut tons of scenes. So, <laughs> yeah, it just really summarises uh, the showrunner's relationship with Boone in the show at this point. Um, so, he's great, but it's just sad. I was hyping up for this, but we don't get a lot of great Boone and Shannon moments in the episode. They come as kind of the side kind of guest moments in other people's episodes. So, yeah, hearts and minds. I yeah, like, Weird episode title, too. I, I, I just want to say this off the band. I'm not just saying this because of the, the Boone fandom. Um, but I, I honestly do remember actually watching this episode live um, and enjoying it. Like, just kind of... Like, you talk about sort of, like, filler episodes, but just, I, again, kind of going back to what I've said before about how I wanted it to go in order about having flashbacks. That's why I was like, oh, we're getting another Jack flashback. We're getting another Kate flashback. So, it's kind of like, oh, where's the Boone? Where's the Michael? Where's where's the Jin? Where's the Hurley? You know, so um, I was kind of excited to see this. And Steve. Steve. <laughs> Steve. Doug. Um, like, and, and I remember also kind of the twist... Which, I mean, it's kind of blinking you miss the little reference to them not actually being brother and sister. Like, if you're not actually paying attention to that one scene. <laughs> if you were getting a coffee yeah. that scene, you would be really freaked out by the end of the show. And like, we, we seem to kind of have a trend here on the Oz Network that two of the three shows that we're covering have a bit of an incest twist in it. <laughs> we just did that with Nip Tuck uh, recently. Yeah, we haven't even two. started Game of Thrones. <laughs> um... But again, Lost doing it, uh, Nip Tuck doing it before Game of Thrones made it cool. As Tasmanians, we're fine with this. It's not a shock to us. We're I like, to, oh, finally. I have to say, though, I love these characters, but Lost most certainly did not make incest cool. <laughs> Tasmania. <laughs> this is incest. far from cool. Boone and Shannon hooking up. Um, again, it's not a shock to us. More chemistry, though, than Saeed Oh, my Shannon. God. They, have, they had chemistry <laughs> on day one when you find out they're brother and sister. That's the wrong part about it. Um, but, like, I... And even kind of, like, it just sounds weird. Like, I remember watching this last year. This is, I think, probably about the time I messaged you last year saying, God, Boone and Shannon are wasted. Like, they're just, they're not used. Like, what, 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 what is it with them? And then kind of, like, how cult status we're trying to create with them has made me love this episode even more. Like, you're going to be so shocked at probably what I'm going to do with this episode at the end. Oh, but can God. I just say, can I just say, though, like, it, I said all of that. I can definitely see the issues in the fact that, I talked about, like, I liked whatever the case may be because I like the, the drama and the intrigue of Kate's backstory. You know, I like the Jin and Sun backstory. Like, I like kind of where they go with these things. As much as I love Boone, as much as I love Shannon, what else can we do with them? <laughs> like, it's kind of... 
I think there's not a lot to their backstory to really care about. (laughs) And, I mean, if you take out the incest plotline, or the step-sibling plotline, then this is literally just a flashback of him flying to Sydney to get Shannon and her trying to uh, rip him off a bit of money. Um, yeah. So it's like, if you take out that revelation, there's just nothing there. And, um, yeah, I don't know too much of the history of these characters, but it seems weird to even have them from the get-go. Like, I guess they wanted to represent some more kind of normal people. And, you know, Boone is interesting somewhat about his kind of plot line of, He's always wants to be more than he is. Um, <laughs> I'll do it. And, you know, no, he starts with Jack, moves to Locke. Um, so he's got some interesting stuff, this kind of, not power struggle, but the quest to be kind of heard and to be important. Because yeah. um, it's, it's, it's kind of a theme in the show about being important and purpose and stuff like that and destiny. Uh, turns out Boone's destiny is a sacrifice that the island demanded, if, if we quote John Locke. Um, so there's some interesting stuff there, but you're right. There's just... If they had to do a second Boone flashback, <laughs> the guy is only 23 years old. Are they going to show, like, a high school flashback? Or, like... <laughs> like it's just... I get in the pilot they didn't know where this show was going to go, but I really don't know from the get-go what they were trying with these two characters. And as much as we are hyping up the cult thing and hopefully we get some other people on board to join the, uh, the Boone, Boone Shannon, the Bannon. <laughs> the uh, Bannon. <laughs> Shoon. Shoon or Bannon? Ah. Yeah, to join the Shoon, Shoon Bannon uh, love. You know... There, the reason there is some many flaws in this episode and just with these characters is, you're right, there's just nowhere to go in flashbacks and on the island. At this point, we've got Puppy Dog to lock and we've got Shannon Saeed plotline. So yeah. we love them, but I love them for their kind of little moments that they have um, in the episodes it's... rather than... Yeah, the main plotline. It's the it's the, almost the innocent days of loss, like kind of you you established yeah. like you know a few episodes ago. What the first eight nine episodes is kind of the survival aspect, and this is kind of now the mystery kind of element to loss kind of plays into it, and like it reminds you of when this was still a fresh faced show, and before we really get into the heavy heavy stuff of what loss becomes, and I mean. Is, yeah, as much as I love them, and, like, you kind of need to have that sort of young demographic, because if you kind of look at the survivors of this plane, like, it's not one, not many people under the age of 30, really. It's kind of 30 and up. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it's kind of, you need sort of your young, hot 20-somethings, and this is who they these two are. But, again, there's there's not a whole lot to them, and it's kind of, like, spoiler alert, well, it's not really spoiler alert, we, we said many a times that both these two die. Um, but, like, it's kind of... In many ways, it makes sense that they're the ones that are kind of the first major characters to die. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, as much as uh, I kind we'll, of argue we'll Charlie would have been a good one the other episode just for the shock value, um, I think Boone being the first dead... Like, I, when we get to that, like, I remember that was shocking. And, like, I kind of initially thought that Shannon initially dies in this episode too. So, um, I think it's <laughs> yeah. kind of... It's effective, but, yeah, like, in the grand scheme of loss, as much as we, they're our cult favourites, they're not, they're like... We don't really miss them too much once they die. I mean, yes, we do. We miss Boone. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we'll get to it in Do No Harm, but you, you're completely right. There's When I look at this cut, there is just an obvious first uh, death character. Um, unfortunately, 
to our friend who had just moved to Hawaii, and we'll get more into that, Aww. but he really is. At, I think at this point when they wrote this episode, they probably knew. Um, that being said, I think we should have got a boom, a second boom flashback for that episode, but I'll talk more about that yeah. when we get to that. Um, yeah. But that kind of annoyed me, especially as they were never going to kill off Jack until the end. Um, but... You know, that just goes to show Boone, even in his death episode, that's Jack flashback. Um, <laughs> but, you know, like, it, you're right, it is the innocent days, because if you think about it, like, these characters would never be brought in, characters like this in, like, season four or something, because you think about who's brought in after, like, Mr. Echo, Benjamin Linus, like, Desmond Hume, like, Juliet, um, Daniel Faraday, like, all these really interesting characters with endless backstories and just intrigue like this is kind of the innocent days of loss with like these random characters who they didn't know really where it would go um and there's a reason why nikki and paolo didn't work because if you really think about it <laughs> nikki and paolo are pretty much just boone and shannon but um, the shit boone and shannon yeah yeah it's it's a really sad moment when your character is the poor man's boone and shannon that that, that really says something about your, your character um but you know there's a reason why those characters didn't work in season three because by this point the characters were so much more than just like incestual brother and sister so um yeah we get to talk about it more and do no harm and abandon but even in this episode, finally we get a Boon flashback, and I still feel like they're struggling for content. Yeah. And look, we always kind of lump these together now. Uh, we talked about the Kate one last episode being short. For some reason on Lostpedia, they've got this really long written link. I don't know how, because my notes, like, <laughs> again, love Boon, love Shannon, not a whole lot to go on this backstory. Um, it's the novelization. Legitimately starts off with Boone wearing an Italian soccer jersey, walking up with a blonde wannabe Shannon. They've just played <laughs> tennis. The phone rings. Boone, Boone, I need your help. And I'll oh, calm down, Shannon. I'm in Sydney, Sydney, Australia. <laughs> oh, oh, good. Sorry, I was about to book my flight to okay. Sydney, Canada. <laughs> I'm coming. We we hear the get away from me, um, you know, all that sort of stuff. Oh no, dramatic, poor Shannon. Um, so that's scene one. <laughs> Boone is such a player. Um, oh, like he's like, but he's he's not. He's the innocent player. Like he's the nice guy player. He's not the douche bro player. If you know what I mean. Like, but do you think people take advantage of Boone because of his money? I, I think, um, like, yeah, I think. I mean, was he the not a cool guy in high school? No, but now people hang out with him because he's twenty three and he's like a CEO. Of I think he's like he's middle. He's like in high school. He was middle popularity. He wasn't unpopular. The but He wasn't popular. He was a good looking middle kid that kind of people were friends with. Uh, but then when he got money, he was like, okay, I'm gonna hook up with him because, like, yeah, he's a bit of a player, but I don't see him as kind of like a Sawyer player, you know what I mean? Like, he's he's that innocent, cute puppy dog. Like, we joke about him being like, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. But, like, he's not... He doesn't come across as a ladies' man. And, like, I've never seen the Vampire Diaries from what I've heard. He's more of a brooding ladies' man in the Vampire. That's why he's got 7 million followers on Twitter, Ian Summerholder. <laughs> but, like, I mean, in Lost, he's just the innocent puppy rich boy, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you know... If you are a CEO uh, at 23, I know his mother kind of, he kind of inherited it a bit, but uh, you maybe you don't have time for relationships um, because, you know, you, 
it is kind of weird that he is so much in charge of like this company that like Boone is one year older than I am now <laughs> and he's off doing all this stuff like you have to say we talked about not having stuff for their flashbacks Boone and Shannon in their 20 and 23 year old lives have done a lot like Shannon's been all over the world married uh France Australia she's been married yeah as we all learn in this episode uh and that she's been with multiple people where she's pulled this kind of uh, Sawyer-like con. Um, <laughs> the long con. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, these two have done a lot in their lives. Like, Shannon's just out of high school and Boone too, really. Um, this is the opposite. Yeah. She's the opposite, though. She's the popular one in high school. She's the hot, popular chick who gets what she wants in high school. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um because she doesn't have money, but that doesn't matter because she can just get anything. Um, you know, because we saw Shannon and Saeed with their thing, and you talked about Boo not being a ladies' man. Um, the gender ratio is really off in Lost, especially in this first season. Um, I'm just trying to think who Boone's. Like, they never gave him a romantic plotline. Um, well, who would Boone's? this <laughs> <laughs> that's true <laughs> like I'm just trying to think because you know son's taken Claire's now taken in more ways than one Lock, um, duh Shannon will be taken but that will be a few years later with Liam Neeson um, oh I was so, gonna go there so, you little bastard I was gonna say that <laughs> taken um so I will find you <laughs> she's been taken can we recast that with Ian Summerhowder <laughs> I will find you I'll do it! I will! I will! I'll find you! Yeah, I mean, who? Yeah, it's Shannon's off with Saeed, Claire's with Charlie and Ethan, um, Kate. Well, I mean, Kate, she could add another one, I guess. I love Hectagon. Do they ever have a scene really much individually together? Um, yeah, so I guess it's going to be Locke. I could imagine a Charlie, Charlie Boone thing, maybe. Um, if this is 2017, it probably would be. Like, you know, again, we've established there's not really any gay people in this show, so. <laughs> no, and I mean, Boone is definitely bisexual, oh, and then sure. Charlie, and Charlie, we already discussed that. I love and how then we Charlie, don't question like, that, we're like, oh, for sure, Boone's definitely <laughs> bi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no need to dwell over it, I mean, <laughs> and, you know, Charlie, he's a rock star, he's probably done stuff, yeah. so, you know, maybe, maybe Charlie Boone, because Claire's gone, he needs some company. <laughs> you are everybody, oh, Boone. Um... <laughs> Now I just I one thing I've just quickly looked on Lostpedia. Um the blonde girl is Nicole, uh, apparently. She's got her own um page, played by Kelly Rice. And uh according to Lostpedia, you can read the interview that they conducted with Kelly Rice. <laughs> yes. So complete. How like what is an interview? So you were in a scene for five minutes, yeah. <laughs> the interview is tiny. There's literally there's always an interesting story behind the, how the actors on the show get the roles. What's yours? My story was really significant to me. I had just moved to Hawaii three months prior to getting the role. It was funny. Oh, Jesus Christ. Like, how can you talk so much about a two-second scene? I, I love I love that uh, Lostpedia has gone on their own and has fleshed out Nicole's character more than the actual Bloody show hell. did. Yeah. Um, However, she seems to give a distant look when she realises that Boone is on the phone for Shannon, suggesting that she is aware of their complicated past. Look, so where was the Nicole Inception flashback? Because I didn't get that from watching that show. Just, just because... Lost picture. 
Well, I was going to just say, just because, like, we said it a lot with our Nip Tucker Third Watch ones, you know, the aim is to get people on the show, like actors from the show. We'll get, um, Kate, uh, what's her name, Nicole, Kate, Kelly Rice on the show. Why not? She's an interview-friendly person. But, like, I'd love to get, like, the, whoever is the main admin on Lostpedia and just be like, dude, do you have a life? <laughs> <laughs> You're amazing. Um, so please, Lost Peter, if you ever listen to this, contact us. We want you on the show. Um, anyway. Mm, uh, so. Cole, connection, Boone's girlfriend. Eh, I don't think he was quite there yet. I think it was Boone's sugar mummy. Well, no, the other way around. She was He was her sugar daddy, even though she was... Probably his, let's face it, probably his other sister. Yeah. <laughs> All in the family. In the, in the, was it Carlisle? Was it Boone Carlisle? Is that his name? Yeah, anyway. All right, so um, flashback Boone knocks on the door. Um, he's in Sydney. Uh, who are you? I'm a brother. Uh, and this guy is Australian, did we not discover? Uh, Charles yeah, he's Monsieur, kind of Monsieur? Somewhat, somewhat Australian, I guess. He was born... Been around. Uh, immigrated from Somerset, England to Australia, age of five, grew up in Sydney. Um, he was born on Wednesday. Right. Wednesday, August the 12th, 1970. He's a Leo, Chinese year of the metal dog. Uh, <laughs> actually auditioned for the role of Sawyer. There you go. Um, oh, just the, thank God that yeah. didn't happen. <laughs> he did a, this guy's got the the best jerk, jerk boyfriend face. Well, he did a 2005 interview for the New Zealand Listener. Um, cool. He actually does look familiar. Like, I feel like I've seen him in something else. Um so, anyway. But, yeah, so, Boone's here, knocking the door. I'm your blah, blah, blah. Um, and then Shannon's all like, oh, what are you doing here? She's like, I just flew 15 hours for you, Shannon. And then she's kind of like, oh, it's fine. Talk to me later. She kind of shows a subtle bruise on her head. Um, and he's just like, okay, enjoy your friends. Like, because in saying that to Shannon, she's going off to have an orgy. Uh- <laughs> yeah, the, the, the bruise thing is dumb. It's like... Like, it make that worse if they added a little, like, ting sound <laughs> that was shown or something, just to make it more obvious. I think, like, in all fairness, though, if that, like, come on, as Boone, is this, he's not going to, like, start bashing this guy up straight away. You hurt my sister? You hurt my sister? Like, we're going to see that That's second with Saeed. Like, come on. Um, anyway, so the flashback continues. He's now in the police shop with the fakest Australian. Oh, this <laughs> <laughs> Guy, not only is he the worst Australian, but he's just a terrible actor. Malcolm, uh, the police <laughs> officer who spoke to about Shannon's abuse. Officer Malcolm. Officer Malcolm. Hello, I'm Officer Malcolm. I'm not the dating police. John Connery Mr. now. Mr. Carlisle. <laughs> Officer Malcolm, we need a spin-off. Now, like, in all fairness, like, this, I don't know... Like, this cop's a bit of a dick. Like, I, I don't know why Boone's gone straight to a detective. Like, generally, you, you, you go to a beat cop first, right? No, pun, no pun intended there. Like, just as in, like, a normal, what are they, constables? Like, a uniformed officer. And, like, surely, if I if I called up... If I, if I called up the Claremont Police Department right now and was like, yeah, I saw my neighbour, she's got a bruise on her head and her husband was looking a bit suspicious, I'm sure they're going to knock on the door and be like... Mary, are you okay? But this guy's a bit of a dick. He's like, oh, we've got no uh, bruise on her head, eh? Oh, fuck it, she probably deserved it. Like, how? Like, are they implied that... So useless. Are they implied, like, Australian cops don't give a shit about domestic violence? 
<laughs> is this what they're trying to say? <laughs> what, is, what is the message here? <laughs> it's terrible. It's so bad. Like, oh, so she's your stepsister. Well, matter? I'm afraid we can't do anything. <laughs> what, what does that appear? <laughs> relation, like, blood relation has nothing to do with domestic abuse. Oh, oh, so hang on a minute. She's not really your sister. She's only a stepsister. Well, if that's the case, she probably deserved to get bashed. Out you go. <laughs> well, serve her right. Um, yeah, if, if I had a female friend who this was happening to her, and I went to the police, well, she's just your friend, I'm afraid. We can't do anything. But Officer Malcolm, Detective Malcolm, is just... <laughs> he's like Randy. They need to do a review of him. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, he needs to get brought up on his practices, I think. <laughs> Definitely corrupt cops here. I do love on the Malcolm page on Lostpedia, it's got connection. Policeman Boone talked to. <laughs> this picture on the Wikipedia, on the last week is so dirty. Like, I'm Malcolm. Hannah Stokely's brother. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he just locked into this job. I think. <laughs> his dad is the chief. I'm sure he he got a job through there. But like um, the, the only purpose of this scene is obviously to us to get the reveal. Like oh plot twist, they're not actually blood related. Like it's a big thing. Like it's only like I think like in all honesty, this is, I don't know if you think this sounds sick or warped. I'm Tasmanian, whatever. Like they shouldn't. You shouldn't find this out till after you see them have sex because then it's like what the f-? like that's what happened. In like, when the characters I'm talking about, when Ava has sex with the son, it's like, what the fuck? And then the next episode, you find out he's adopted. So I was like, oh, okay, well, it's kind of okay then. <laughs> like, it's kind of, you know, there's more of a I mean, shock value if you find out after they've hooked up. I mean, I don't even really like I never liked it when I first watched it. Like, I liked that there was a brother and sister because there's no blood-related other people on the on the show, um, right? Oh, Malcolm and... Oh, not Malcolm. Um, <laughs> Walt. And, <laughs> I got confused because Malcolm David Kelly is Walt. Yeah. Um, Walt and Michael. Um, not Malcolm, the police officer. Um, <laughs> Claire and Jack. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, right. Spoiler alert. You can see that <laughs> there are siblings. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, so why can't they hook up at some point in the show and then, ew, you're my sister. Spoiler alert. Um, but, you know, I, I liked the idea that because that's what they were, they were originally wrote as. At first, you're like, oh, these a couple, and yeah. then you find out, well, they're the one kind of relationship, like, previous, that's not like a marriage or anything on the island. Um, and I liked that, that, you know, brother-sister thing. So I was never a fan of this, oh, they're actually stepbrother and sister. Obviously, it explains some of the stuff there. Um, I don't mind it. But, it's, but also, I just don't really care enough. I, to be too upset about it. I don't mind it because I think it adds, like, particularly when Boone, like, confronts Saeed and, like, just kind of, like, little things like that because it's... And, like, even, like, Locke's throwaway line of, like, why do you care so much about her? She's my sister. It's like, so? Like, Locke's kind of so blasé, like, why should you care about your sister? Like, that would be me. Like, I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> That's that, Ben, you don't care about your sister. <laughs> I'm like, I do care you about think- my sister. But, like, yeah, I'm just saying in general, like, some brothers and sisters don't aren't that close so i guess it kind of adds an interesting element to it um do you think um that they were originally blood related and then they're like oh shit every other character has some sort of big revelation and they're like trying to write the boon episode and oh my god uh what what are we gonna do uh, all right, they're not actually blood-related. Or do you think this was planned from the get-go? Because um, they have different last names, but 
I'm not sure if like there was the ABC website that showed character profiles or something, or if this really is the last, or this might be the first time we actually learn that it's Boone Carlisle and Shannon Rutherford. Um, I don't know if that information was available at the time. I didn't even have the internet in 2004, so I don't know. I, um, I got the internet but, in 2004 and was dial-up. Yeah, so I, <laughs> I, I wasn't checking during episode eight of Lost, uh, Googling Boone to find out his last name. Um, I must so check every character to make sure they really are blood-related. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I don't know. I, I wish I knew, but I, I don't know the background. I would say they probably did plan it just because... Um, kind of like the red herring, like as you were saying, straight away, you kind of assume they're a couple and then you get the throwaway line, their brother and sister. Like, oh, okay, cool. Let's just, you don't need to think about it. So they're like, oh, wait till the reveal comes. You know what I mean? It's kind of, um, it's, you know. It does explain a lot of his behavior. Yeah. And like, I mean, because like he's very quick to her defense and all this sort of stuff. And, you know, so I, I think I'd, I'd like to think that they planned it. Um but I mean, I mean, obviously, the the other great thing about this cop scene, of course, is Sawyer in the background. Um, yes, that's the best, only good part about this cop scene. Which is like, because we see that, don't we, later on in another? Um, yeah, it's in the finale. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so I <laughs> not, not the series finale. Like they didn't go. Oh, we need to go back to that scene. <laughs> I do, but yeah, like kind of as we've mentioned before, like in sort of the airport scenes when like Jack was yelling at the the clerk, and we see Jin in the background, and just I like kind of random bits in the background of these characters. So um, this is kind of the first main one. Obviously, yeah, the airport with Chrissy, like you said, but this is kind of the first like main background connection. Yeah. Uh, then we kind of cut to um, Boone, quite clearly not in Sydney Harbour. That is that is Honolulu Pier. I, having just been there recently, that is not Sydney Harbour. Um, but okay, I guess that not people who don't know the differences wouldn't know. Um, but he's like, oh, I want you to break up with my sister. You're the third guy I've paid to leave, offering $25,000. Oh, worth closer to $50,000. What a dick. <laughs> Fuck you, Malcolm. Yeah, you can't buy my love for Shannon or something. And only 50? <laughs> like, dude, seriously, I'm bagging Maggie Grace. I'm wanting like, at least a million. <laughs> like, I'm not getting there rid of her that quickly. so many um, jerk characters in these flashbacks. <laughs> Flashback after flashback, we just get jerk off, jerk off, jerk off. Well, um, <laughs> we're about to get to that. Uh, <laughs> and this guy must be pretty loaded if he's got a boat in Sydney Harbour. Oh, fucking oath, yes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, God, to have a house in Sydney alone, let alone a boat. Uh, yeah, this guy, I mean, he's like a rugby player or something. Look at him, like, you know, Shannon's time. Uh, no, he's 50,000 more. Yeah, but uh, obviously we then, the next flashback, knock, knock, knock on the door, uh, Boone's all like, come on, let's go, and uh, we find out, of course, that it's all being planned, Shannon's in on the plan here, they're scamming the long Paul. Call. poor little Boone, it's not the first time oh. it's happened, um, you bitch, oh. he calls her a bitch. <laughs> Tough guy, Boone. It's really not intimidating when you get a little puppy dog guy going, ah, oh, the first time you've done it, you little bitch! Um, like, I love Boone, but, like, he's not scary when he gets angry. <laughs> like, even I could take Boone. <laughs> but, um, and then we kind of find out that, uh, obviously, through this connection of them, so her dad and, obviously, his mum got married. Uh, just, can I back up also to the cop shop when Boone's like, maybe you've heard of my mum. She's the, ri- the most prominent, <laughs> richest, number one wedding planner in America. Like, what? Why would, uh, like, who's heard of that person? 
<laughs> Even people in America hasn't heard of that. Like, I like I love I do love Dick Cop though when he's like, Oh maybe you can get me wife's dress for two thousand dollars only worn once. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good line for classic Malcolm. It's a little boon, like, you know, just trying to pull every string. Maybe you know my mum. It's like no. Uh, <laughs> like, <"Ooh." laughs> Belinda Carlisle? No. <laughs> Sounds like a pop star. It is a pop star, Belinda Carlisle. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's a good singer. Um, but yeah, so we we hear from uh, Malcolm here. Now Malcolm's a cop. No, Malcolm's. No, who's the? Uh, what's his name? The Dick boyfriend. Brian. Brian. Thank you, Brian. Um, Brian. Bugger off, mate. Brian. Bugger off, mate. That's what all Australians <laughs> say. Bugger off, mate. Um, <laughs> why do we have to put on an accent? We are Australian. Um, we, I'm a little bit, you know, feminine sounding Australian. I'm not really blokey Australian, so that's why I have to put on an accent. Um, he, he I was going to say something else there, but anyway, uh, he, yeah. um, he says, oh yeah, you know, your, your mother stole all the money from her father. She's just getting what's owed to her. And it's like, oh, you know, so then little Boone jumps in and steps up and finally starts bashing up Brian. We've all waited to see it. Finally, they're coming to blows. And Brian kicks his ass. (laughs) (laughs) Not the first time that's going to happen for Boone. Not the first time this episode that it happens for Boone. Poor little Boone. Uh, Shannon, of course, in the background. Stop it. Get off him. One thing this show does really well, because it, it really does a disservice for these characters, but um, Shannon's flashback, I mean, that is done really well, and that does show that, you know, actually she had quite a hard time with this relationship with Boone's mother, um, and that it really sh- shifts the tone on Shannon's character and explains a lot of her motives. So, you know, there's a bit of truth here, um, that Shannon really did get screwed after her father died, Um but, yeah, Brian still sucks. Well, speaking of getting screwed, uh, the next scene we have is Shannon showing up to Boone's hotel. <laughs> and she's drunk. Um, wouldn't we all wish... Who else? There was someone else in this... Was it Jack? Someone else was in this exact same hotel. Uh, they probably had an orgy or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but Shannon shows up. She's drunk. Um, and then Brian's done a run. Oh, bloody Brian! Bugger off, Shannon. Uh, <laughs> 50,000 US, Brian's that's like phrase. 20 million Australian. <laughs> Brian's catchphrase. They call him bugger off, Brian. Bugger off, Brian. <laughs> that's what we mates call me at the rugby club. I'll bugger off, Brian. That's what I oh, do. There's a whole soap opera here with these characters. <laughs> Malcolm and Brian. It's just so much good content. Um, so she shows up and basically, uh, what does Boone say? Like, oh, so the player got played. And, you know, he's a little pissed off. But fair enough. Like, he just got his ass beaten. He's flown all the way to the other side of the world to protect her. And she's just been nothing but a little bit of a bitch to her. Like, I'm, I'm with Boone here. But then I'm definitely with Boone here because all of a sudden... <laughs> she gets a little bit, uh... You've always been in love with me, Boone. You're sick. And, like, I do, like, like there's this, like, the one bit, I wish, I, I want to make a gif of it. There's, like, she starts, like, kissing him, and I don't know if she's, like, nibbling on his ear or something like that. But just look at his eyes. Like, he's all like, oh, like, come on. We'd all be doing that right then, and then Maggie Grace is going to town on him. He's like, finally. Sister or not, like, finally. that's fine. 
I remember, I think I said this on 007, oh, available God, on iTunes, but like I remember my friend once, I was talking about Sean Connery, and she was all like, oh, Sean Connery's hot. And I'm like, he's old enough to be your grandfather. And she's like, oh, if he was my grandfather, incest wouldn't be a problem. And I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> so like, if Maggie Grace is my sister, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> oh, this scene. God. Uh, but like, and she's apparently drunk. She holds her drink well, I think. It's the shock value of it, though. Like, I mean, like, again, I, I, we do get that throwaway line if you've ducked out to the loo or something like <laughs> that. <laughs> it's like, what? There must have been someone. This episode got like 20 million <laughs> There had to be one of them, one of those twenty million people. Like I don't watch Game of Thrones, but I mean that just happens every week, right? Whereas this, like network television in two thousand and five, what? <laughs> that dumb changed everything for that person. Um, yeah, I mean I'm down for Bear Cage. I'm down even for Lucy here attacking, assaulting Sawyer, and then getting it on. Sydney Hotel, Boonachan incest. Nah, I'm not there. You're not keen for it? You're not keen for the incest? And this is one episode after they've just introduced the Saeed Shannon thing. Like, now we're getting Shannon Boone, and it's just creepy. And, you know, Maggie, Maggie Grace, she's great. And, you know, Ian Summerhold, a handsome guy, but together, nah. I disagree. I think, like, I think they actually make a pretty good couple. Um,. <laughs> But, like, not, like, a full-on couple. I think kind of when she sells it here and it's, like, you know, it's going to go back to normal. I mean, it is creepy. But, like, again, kind of going back to what I was saying before, I think it explains a lot about Boone, why he is kind of a bit that way. And kind of, it's not just a, you know, oh, you've got the hots for me. It's you're in love with me. So This this is day 24 on the island, Hearts of Mine. So this was only 25 days ago. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of... I mean, is this the first... I mean, clearly it is the first time they have, but, like, you know, it's... <laughs> oh. Well, <laughs> there's... Doctors and nurses growing imagine up. If they, imagine if they kept kept them in the show and they just had no flashback ideas for them. So the big reveal was, actually, this is not the first time. is <laughs> 17-year-old Boone and Shannon. Like, all of their flashbacks are just this same plot line recycled over and over. Um, um, but- it's weird, though. Like... You think of all the big reveals it lost. Locked in a wheelchair, son speaks English. Walt has got psychic powers. Kate's a criminal. Bernard's Boone wife. And Shannon are... <laughs> <laughs> Boone and Shannon are brother and sister, and they have sex in Australia. It's like, you know, you don't think of that in the top ten. Well, I mean, it's still... <laughs> I still think it is shot... Like, I mean, it's kind of like, yeah, once you get into, like, season five, season six, and there's flashbacks, and the island's got a wheel on it and shit like that, yeah, you don't remember <laughs> it. But, like, if for all the people that you would go back to and say, oh, like, oh, I gave up after Lost after two seasons, like, they would remember this. I think, again, going back to when I first watched this live, I was like, holy fuck! Like, it was kind of like, you know... We talked about the innocent days of um, of Lost, and, you know, you've put it so well there. Like, this whole thing is just so innocent in Lost, where we're going to see, like, time travel there and, like, all this, like, ancient gods and stuff like that. And we're going to think back to the... Oh, remember the times when Boone and Shannon hooked up? Um, so, you know, it is such an innocent time for the show. Um, but coincidentally, off-air, we were talking about the TV series Dexter, um, not even related to the, this plotline, but, I mean, that show totally steals the Boone Shannon plotline, so there's that going for it, you know, like the whole step-siblings and falling in love and stuff like that, so, 
you know, lost. Bruno Shannon has that going for them. Yeah, but they don't actually. Do they hook up? Dexter and. Oh, I just cannot. In real life, the they do. Um, of that <laughs> to me, it's creepier. Um, to me, it's. I will say, I think it's creepier in real life when, like, actors who play family members, like. Nip Tuck again. Matt hooked up with Julia, who was his on-screen mother, and in real life, the actors were like together for a long period of this show filming. Yet she played his mum. It's like, huh? <laughs> like <laughs> to me, Did that's you... grosser. <laughs> Just kind of random thing that I guess is worth pointing out once during this first season recap is: Did you know that Dominic Monaghan and Evangeline Lilly were a couple during season? Yeah, because that was very well documented, wasn't it? I actually, they were together for quite some time, weren't they? That's just one I cannot see. I mean, obviously, we don't know the real people, but it's just... See, I'd see say C's, actually. Like, that's how he wooed her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dominic, yeah, I mean, take me. The man I love! <laughs> um, obviously, that one didn't last long. <laughs> God, Kate's really with everyone. She's the MJ of Lost. Um, but, yeah, so it's kind of... That- Michael Jack. It's a Spider-Man reference. Download our Spider-Man episodes available now on the Oz Network. Um, so, essentially, kind of, they, they fuck. And then we kind of see this scene where, like, semi-sober Shannon, who's still clothed, yet Boone's naked. Um, <laughs> he wanted more. She just wants to stare at Ian somehow holding naked. We all do. Let's be honest. Um, and then I, I do I do like kind of how it ends. I like how she says, like, you know, when we get back to LA, LA, I'll just go back to how it was. You know, you rescue me like you always do. And then just his line when he's like, it's always up to you. Like, I, I this is maybe, again, and this is kind of not just going on the notion that we're trying to sell this whole Boone fandom. This is maybe why, like, I've always liked Boone. Is I can kind of relate to Boone in some way that he's kind of, he's been manipulated. Oh. No, hang on. I don't have sex with my, <laughs> I don't have a stepsister to have sex with. But, like, just bear with me here. Hang on. Not that Tasmanian. Um, that, like, he, he kind of is easily manipulated by someone who he cares a lot for. And I guess, kind of, I can relate to that. So, I don't know. Like, maybe to me it's part of that's where I, I connect with the Boone character. Because, um, you know, you always watch a TV show and you always try and relate. Like I've said, I've got elements of Charlie about me that I think, um, you know, so... I mean... Yeah, I mean, I guess I could... Not just me, but a lot of people can probably relate to his kind of... That strong innate desire to be important i mean it makes us sound bad but i think everyone has gone through that of like wanting to be more and seeing other people around you who are achieving and <laughs> you want to be a part of the big game but you're just really not um welcome to the Oz network like- <laughs> a little podcast that's always begging for ratings on itunes please raters please other shows have more like than us people- <laughs> Um, but in that regard, then, I feel like I fit more with Hurley. Um, well, but, you know, I'm trying. I feel like there are some kind of things where people could connect with Boone. Um, he's is relatable in some ways. Um, but, you know, it's sad. You mentioned that when they get back to L.A., they're going to go back to normal and not talk about this. These two, like, I mean, this will be the last last bit that Boone ever gets. Um, yeah. Shannon, his stepsister. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that will be his last hurrah. Um, Shannon, obviously, will get a little bit more. Good way um, to go out. With Saeed. <laughs> um, but, yeah, this is kind of sad watching them in this hotel and realising, oh, God, both of them are going to be dead in 40 days. But that's kind so. of what I like. So. It's kind of like as much as we talk up sort of like, boom, what could they do? And, like, it's kind of, it does kind of, in a way, like, have that tragedy of it, doesn't it? That it's kind of like, yeah, this is it. This is like, you know how this turns out for them. 
And like, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, to me, it's just as much as we love these two, again, going back to the point, there's not a whole lot more you could have done with them. So it's kind of like, it's good how they've done it. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, it is kind of sad to think that that's it. <laughs> like, <laughs> at least Shannon's going to get a bit of, you know, penis. Um, <laughs> I'm assuming Saeed's got one. Um, but yeah. Oh, God. You know, Boone didn't hook up with anyone else. I'm like... Pablo and well, Locke. Lock. Well, true. We'll get to that. Oh my god, but nothing good. Uh, so that's 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 it for the flashback. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed Locke's flashback. Uh, not Locke Boons. Uh, Locke <laughs> <laughs> Boons still getting forgotten. Yeah, I'm forgetting about poor Boone. I mean, anything to add before we move back to the island stuff? Or no, we, we managed to make it like three times the length of the actual flashback <laughs> you itself. Knew it was so gonna I happen. don't know how. You knew it was going <laughs> to happen. Um. So, anyways, back to the island. So, right at the back, we get we start off with Boone. Creepy eye just staring at Saeed and Shannon. Creeper boo. Oh, like, can I just say that, like, since we ripped shit into this so much last episode, it's just, it's worse watching this now. <laughs> it's like, I brought you a present. I didn't have time to get a gift wrapped. Oh, uh, these are my size. Half a foot off. Oh, I've got no use for them. It's like, it's meant to be cute flirting. Like, Jack and Kate is sometimes quite cringeworthy with their, even this episode. Oh, I bought you some seats. Ah! But, like, even that is, like, Romeo and Juliet <laughs> fucking compared to this bullshit. Like, yeah, the amount of mild flirting between uh, Saeed and Shannon oh, is just it's not good. Sickening. Like, and then, like, laughing together at the end in the caves. It's just... Uh, people, like, honestly... Like, get back to work, Saeed. I know you're not a Friends fan, and you'll probably come up with a different show here to compare it to, but, like, everyone complains about Joey and Rachel getting together in Friends. I can defend Joey and Rachel getting together because to me it makes sense. Yeah, they don't have chemistry. Yeah, they're not suited to each other, but that's kind of the point. And it's kind of like a point that you would explore this in your friendship circle when life circumstances bring you together. We've all been with people that we aren't suited with. It's just life. It's what happens. This has no redeeming qualities to it. Like, there's nothing, nothing I can defend about Shannon and Saeed, and it makes me sick watching these two. It's terrible. Um, anyway, yeah, I agree. But um, I, I like um, I like Hurley and Boone. Do we ever get Hurley and Boone together? We do now. Yo, Boone. <laughs> <laughs> um, bit of a dick Hurley move here, though. Like. Haven't had pork in... I don't get the time frame in this episode because we find out that Locke and Boone have been at the hatch for two days. But Hurley says here we haven't had pork in a week. So, like, it's like... Well, we find out they've been staring at the hatch for two days. Right. Okay, so the other five, they were just having sex on top of it? Like, (laughs) they must have been shirtless Buffy Joe. (laughs) But, um, I mean, look, a bit of a... I love Hurley. Hurley's one of my favourite characters, but... You know, what does he say? Oh, maybe you're not trying hard enough. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, Hurley. (laughs) This is Boone. Boone tried harder than everyone combined. (laughs) I forgot... I forgot to mention this line a few episodes ago, but we had a line from Hurley saying, yeah, man, I'm getting so sick of boar. Yeah. Uh, like, come on, Hurley. Like, fresh roast ham. Mm. And now you're complaining about not having it? Like, uh, yeah, I love Hurley, but 
he's the Saeed, like, dick of the week. Yeah, the dick of the week goes to everybody. Like, last week it was Saeed, who we love. This time, dick of the week, Hurley. Everybody we hates Hugo. Well, this episode we do. Yeah. Because he's a dick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> There's always a dick of the week. It's, I like that. The dick of the week. Brought to you by Lostpedia. Yeah, it's, it's, it's usually people we love. That's just, sometimes they have bad days. Boone, never dick of the week. Because he's not going to be you much longer. <laughs> he's dick of the month. Boone! <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not doing that episode You're doing that one by yourself Speaking <laughs> of Boone He's little aggressive Boone Standing up to the Iraqi torturer <laughs> Stay away from my sister Sorry, hang on a minute Stay away from my sister <laughs> Yeah, he's not tough What if I, what if I don't <laughs> I like. I kind of like the way Saeed's kind of like you know staring him down. Like he's just kind of like, yeah, bring it on, bitch. <laughs> like Saeed uh, Boone's just kind of like, oh. he doesn't care. I would not admit the feat. <laughs> Boone is the the quintessential. Don't get up, Jack. Don't. Uh, you should have stayed down, Jack. <laughs> like that's a spoon. He's not waiting, thinking. He's up already. <laughs> like, pow, pow, pow. Um, but uh, I like it kind of like Saeed's line. You know where to find me. Ooh. Never going to get resolution to that, are we? <laughs> this is where you need Boone looking really confused. And he's like, what? And then Saeed's like, uh. Here, yeah. on the beach. <laughs> no, it needs to be like a real like cocky bastard. You know where to find me, between your sister's legs. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so we get Locke calling away little puppy dog Boone. And then we get kind of like weird. Did, did you find it like the weird the editing, the way they're walking here and they're kind of like having this conversation oh, yeah. and it's like switching it's between like a- the editing? Yeah, it was like a weird, like, transitional behind-the-scenes footage camera also when filming it or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we get daddy advice a uh, lot. <laughs> we might need him. Like, for what? A threesome? Boone, <laughs> <laughs> <Like, laughs> he could be really nice. Boone, you're the sub. Saeed the torturer. He's got tools. <laughs> We've totally destroyed Locke's character. He's just always around looking for the next hookup. He's tying people up in this episode. I think we know where Locke's mind goes to. But I do like that, though. Like, don't get on Saeed's bad side. We might need him. Um, That's true, because they later do show Saeed the hatch, I'm pretty sure, before Jack. Yeah. I looked Um, into the eye of the island, and I saw Saeed (laughs) pressing a button on a computer. Just leave him alone. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I like that though. Daddy advice, lock. We might need so. Uh, the thing that like I question, like it's kind of it maybe makes a bit of sense when they've been staring at it for two days, but they've been there for a week. Like we later see they've dug this whole thing up, so it's like the whole thing's out of the ground, and like they've dug all. <laughs> they've had this for seven days, and all they've done is like brush a bit of dirt aside from the door. <laughs> I mean, we see Boone basically brush half of the dirt off in one go. <laughs> Like, as they get back to the hatch. Like, they have well, been having sex in the jungle. They really have. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't want to hear what Michelangelo's story he told. Lot a boon to take his pants off. See, the statue of David, he had a penis. <laughs> Let me show you mine. Uh, <laughs> I mean, look, like, I don't know if you've ever delved into the, the world of fan fiction out there. I'm sure there is plenty of Lock and Boone slash fiction out there on the internet, all right? I've never read it. That's my homework for the week. Uh, I'll I read to go some- and look it up. It's like author BW, uh, B Waterworth. Boone Lover 69. <laughs> that's my handle. <laughs> I'm gonna, that's my homework. I'm going to read that on the episode next week. 
Yeah, you looked for some boot and lock fanfiction. <laughs> oh, there's got to be. If there isn't, I'm writing some. <laughs> no, no, and I'll get it published into the next oh, Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> please don't write. <laughs> Old Gummy Joe. Um, literally. Now, uh, meanwhile, uh, Jack and Hurley, nice little sight scene. So, Jack. So Hurley, <laughs> I like just how like Jack plays off in there, and uh, we find out that Hurley's blocked up uh, <laughs> because he's having no protein, and it's kind of it leads us so to like this nice little scene where we will get Hurley and Jin. Um, oh yeah, which again it's it's the beginning of a bromance, kind of like the Hurley Jin Sawyer sort of trio bro bro trio. Is that a thing? Bro trio, um, is now. Yeah, well, that's that's the word of the week. Bro trio. Um, I do, I do like the little line when Hurley's like, he's got that leaf, and Jack's like, "You're not eating that, are you?" And he's like, "Uh, dude, that's not for me." And he like goes off. Well, that's not for eating. He's like, he, "Let's be honest, Hurley's got a big ass. He needs a bigger leaf than that." Um, <laughs> oh, I like. He's a dick of the week. We can be mean to him. Meanwhile, Kate's picking fruit again because that's all she's done the last two weeks. Um, <laughs> Jack's stalking well, her. Last week she was. Trying to get into suitcases. Well, and Sawyer's pants. Now she's back into Jack's pants. Um, I do like, though, like, he's just staring at her. Like, people are just staring yeah, last at Last week it was Sawyer. <laughs> she loves it. Sawyer. <laughs> if I was checking you out, you would know it. Um, this is where I should say, now you know I'm checking you out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she should have thrown a rock at him like she did at Sawyer. <laughs> Willy nilly, like for somebody who's on the run, somebody who's used to being on the run, who's having to hide a fugitive status, she's, <laughs> she's pretty okay with men just watching her. <laughs> uh, I think she should have picked up Sun and thrown it, thrown her at Jack. <laughs> some sun. You can understand me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, um, we basically get led to the secret of Kate with little grey squishy things and. Jeez, the... <laughs> Mildly flirting with fruit. Can I just say that, like, I one thing that I think is charming about this episode is it's just got random. This is where you're saying like the filler, the filler in a filler episode that they were short on this episode. <laughs> There's just so many random little side plots. Like we've got Jin's garden, uh, Sun's garden. We've got Jin and Hurley. We've got random Michael looking in a box, smiling at Walt for three seconds. I... Saeed, like, flirting over shoes. Like, it's kind of... and Yeah, but that's my problem with this episode, is I like these little moments, but my problem is I like these moments more than the thing I'm supposed to care about this week. That's a good... I mean, it's a point, though. Like, I, I agree with that, but at the same time, I think kind of it just goes on our overall factor about Boone, that what can you do with Boone? Like, the fact that Boone's <laughs> flashback episode has to have him having hallucinations in the jungle with weird drug paste <laughs> on his head... Um, so it's kind of, it just, to me, this summarises Boone in general, overall appeal to Lost. Um, so, um, but anyway, so yeah, uh, Sun's growing a garden, planting some herbs, as obviously- I like it, the beginning of Sun's garden. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, and obviously we're going to leave that in a big reveal from, uh, Kate in a minute. Uh, then we get Locke and Boone having a romantic moment at the hatch. Um, Locke wooing Boone with some Italian. (laughs) 
Like, I stared into the eye of the island and saw Michelangelo working on a slab of <laughs> concrete and made the Statue of David. Like, is this fact-checked by loss? Is this a legitimate thing? Or is this yeah, just- well, well, this is the funny thing, because remember in Walkabout, we talked about uh, Norman Crowder, I think his name was, and the uh, Everest yeah. uh, thing. And then I read out that Locke was actually wrong and that um, it wasn't. Um, now I'm looking here in this book that I've got and says, also, Locke's Michelangelo story is close to the truth, if a little embellished. <laughs> so, Locke acts like a know-it-all. I could read like how it's wrong, but it's a big, long, boring thing that goes for a whole two paragraphs. Um, like the Oz Network. But, you know, Locke pretends to know, be all-knowing and stuff like that and knows all this trivia and that, but he's always getting his facts wrong. But, like, it's kind of it's, it's kind of going on the weird little scenes that are in this episode. Like, we get the kind of random Charlie bit later on. But, like, it's kind of when Charlie says, like, if there's a man on this island that I would trust with me life, it would be bloody Locke. John Locke. Yeah, like, I mean, it kind of, like, everybody's... Like, Locke would come up right now and be like... I looked into the eye of the island and I cured cancer and found out that we didn't walk on the well, moon and, like, just tell everything and everyone would believe him. Cancer is going to get cured on this island. Well, so. spoiler alert. Uh, but, yeah, it's true. Um, but, yeah, I'm just kind of wondering about that. Uh, anyway, so we get the first of our fun Gin Hurley. Uh, oh, I love this. This is my favourite of the episode. This is, like, Gin's really starting to lighten up, though, isn't he? Like, Gin, <laughs> Gin's a bit of a dick. To, to Hurley, just a bit, but, like, it's... I think it's warranted. It's not like Hurley being a dick. Like, maybe you should try hard enough. Like, Jin, Jin you know, he's a worker, man. He, Jim was just... Uh, he was just waiting for Sun to have her on-island flashback yeah. where uh, <laughs> she realises that he wasn't a dick. So now he could lighten up a bit. Um, but don't, don't you love that they kind of have a plot line that kind of references the pilot? Yeah. And now they bring it kind of full circle. That's just so cool, I think. Yeah, no, I agree. And, like, I like the line there when, like... So, uh, Jin walks off and he says whatever he says. He's like, you just said something mean to me, didn't you? What does he say? Like, you've got... Is that in the book? All right. So, in the book, uh, unfortunately, they don't have that line, which is the line we all want to know. Um, Probably says, fuck you, you fat piece of shit. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> when Hurley asks Jin if he can catch fish with him, Jin says jokingly to him, uh, so this is what he says, I don't play with amateurs. Please go away. <laughs> um and then after Hurley steps on the sea urchin, Jin figures out what he, that that's what he has done, and he helps him onto the beach, looks at it, and says, I have to pull it out. <laughs> um, Hurley tries which, to pull it out know, of Jin. Yeah, I don't know what he's meaning by I have to pull it out. When Hurley insists that Jin pee on his foot, Jin figures out what he means and says, What are you doing? No, that's stupid. <laughs> I love this book somehow. Um, but so we get that kind of scene. Is obviously there's got to be uh, Hurley, like he's got his little spear and he wants to help hunt. Meanwhile, we're back to love- lovers of the episode, Locke and Boone. Uh, we find out that Boone wants to tell Shannon about this hatch. Uh, she's smart and special in many ways. Like, <laughs> yeah, she's just very good with the tongue. Apparently, really not. Uh, smart. <laughs> I think you know if you hook up with a girl like that, you think she's smart and special in many ways. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I say things sometimes. Uh, <laughs> basically, says, she can keep a secret. Um, and then what does Locke say? Like, you thought about the ramifications. It's like, yeah. It's like, okay. Walks off. And Locke knocks him out. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Locke has serious issues with <laughs> knocking people over the back of the head. <laughs> He's got a compulsive issue there. <laughs> can, we just, can we just point out, like, spoiler alert. We find out Saeed was knocked out by Locke. <laughs> 
All right, there's the spoiler. We've already seen Sai get knocked out. We don't know who did it when they were trying to get the strangulations. It's Locke. Surprise, surprise. Because he's old Gummy Joe just walking around. Bonk. Yeah, Locke seriously has an issue with that when things don't go his way. Boink. I looked into the eye of the island and I had to knock you out. Bonk. Um, yeah. Poor Boone. Like, from this bit on, uh, you know, it's a bit of kinky role play. Tied him up. Uh, he's staring a little Pushing up his juju paste that he's got. <laughs> uh, rubs it on his head, not the head that he's probably wanting him to. Uh, throws a knife at Boone. <laughs> <laughs> he's supposed to be Locke's apprentice, but he's just completely losing everything. Oh, oh my god! I just like how does Boone at the end of this episode be all like, "Oh, I'm with you, old Grandmaster <laughs> Locke." Like, fuck you! You've, like, put weird juju paste on the head. See, my sister get brutally mauled, thrown a knife at me. Uh- <laughs> you can cut yourself free when you have proper motivation. Oh, God. And I, like, what a dick. Like, I love Locke, but, like, fuck you. Like, <laughs> like why? This is my problem. My problem with this. Oh, you go. All I was going to say is, why at this point... Would you not run around the beach and be like, this guy is crazy. There's a hatch in the ground. He tied me up. He put drugs on my head. <laughs> my problem with this episode, well, one of many problems, is that I wrote down the, the minute mark. We're 13 minutes in here, and everything about Boone in the rest of this episode is a dream hallucination sequence. <laughs> in Boone's episode... 13 minutes in, every Boone scene from now on isn't a hallucination. It's just like, come on. It's like, you're better than this Lost. It's like the whole Boone scenario, basically, from all of Lost. It's all a dream. We, he wasn't really there. <laughs> but uh, I do like... Poor, that would have been poor little Boone. Help! Help! Oh, little, like... You know the one person would be rushing to help Boone right now is Boone. But he, Boone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, help! Oh, wait, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one else cares enough. Uh, well, I think we should. I mean, we're going to end up doing whatever the case may be here. Go about longest episode. I'll rush through some of these. So uh, after the flashback, uh, Kate's having a good old conversation with dear old son. Um, <laughs> Luckily, she wasn't like, "I'm a criminal. Yeah. And I did this." God, I had a bad case of crabs. Uh, I hate Koreans. <laughs> Jack has a little dong, yeah. uh, but he doesn't. I hooked doesn't. up with this guy, and I had to go to the hospital <laughs> after, and it wasn't pretty. So I hooked up with Doug last night. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Big swinging Doug, as I call him. Um, yeah, so she's just having a conversation about it's been three weeks, a bit of, you know, we need to know it's been three weeks. On her way to Bali, of course you are. And then essentially, <laughs> you know, shock horror, son speaks English, Kate finds out, like... Like all she, all Sun does is kind of loosely smile. <laughs> like the, you understand me. Like all Sun had to do was just like continue smiling and go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like seriously. <laughs> like why does she have to give up at this point and say, "Oh, please don't tell anyone." Like just keep playing dumb. <laughs> I did write rookie error. Yeah, like so from Sun. Come like, on, come on, Sun. You've been learning English, hiding it from your husband. One smile at Kate's dumb joke. <laughs> uh. Uh, Hurley and Jitter. I, I like that. I like that someone finds out. Yeah. Other than the first big group, I like that. But also, it's kind of just like this never goes anywhere. Like I get it with Michael, and I like that they have one more before the big reveal. But it's also just like, uh, what? Like this has no ramification for anything, and it's just like this episode was 
the scenes were too short and they added a Kate finds out about some Shit, plot put him in the garden and make her find out that she speaks English. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I like that she finds out, but it's also just, it has no bearing on anything later and it's just kind of like, come on, son, like, rookie error there. We kind of get every character in this episode, don't we, with the exception of Claire's off, my baby, but is Sawyer in this episode? I think Sawyer might be the only one that we don't get anything of this well, episode. he came charging through in the police station, but other than that, well, that's true. the only uh, anyway, so um, Hurley and Jin are fishing. Uh, I just love Hurley. Damn it! You win! Keep your damn fish! Oh, I stepped on a sea urchin! Like, as Survivor fans, come on, we're thinking it. I need someone to pee in my hand! Um, no, but don't you love it? There's kind of a connection between these shows here, because Hurley said... I saw it I on TV. Up on this, yeah. I saw it on TV. When... This is set in 2004. When was... 2002. Uh, uh, 2002 yeah. survived my cases, and who's a guy that would definitely watch reality TV in the early 2000s? Hurley. <laughs> Hurley saw it on Survivor. Can I just point out... It's true. Can I just point out that, like, you already went over what um, Jim was saying, but, like, I like it when, like, he's like, you gotta pee on me, you gotta pee on me, and, like, he goes to grab, like, in his pants to, like, take them down. No, what did Jim, like, what are you doing? <laughs> I love Jim. No! No! <laughs> I love my wife. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is, I think, the what you, did you tell me this off air or on air like le- the other day when it was like Saeed and um, Locke's little dick move at Boone here? Boone's hunting. Yeah. Boone's hunting. Did Boone he catch? <laughs> think he'll catch anything? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> It's Boone's episode. They're still ripping into him. <laughs> Boone is hunting? No, he's not. I just love the way he's so quick to say, think he'll catch anything. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I like little Saeed Lock. Yeah, right? yeah, Saeed Lock. You know, I looked into the eye of the Iraqi. Um, <laughs> like he's making a compass. I haven't seen one of these since I was a wee below. What's a wee below? Uh, it's between a cup and a I scout. love saying, what's a weeblow? Yeah, I love the way he says, what's a weeblow? Um, yeah, he just seems like so curious. Like, oh, what's a weeblow? Poor little gummy Joe here. Wasn't the most popular kid. Oh, uh, <laughs> Gives a compass. No wonder you're not a popular. They're knocking everyone out. I mean, we <laughs> we talked about how this episode was under time. Um turns out these compass scenes were actually, or all the compass scenes were added in because the episode was running under. That's why we have Saeed with Shannon and then randomly another Saeed plotline, two in one episode. Um, So they randomly added them in, but I like them because it kind of fleshes out the island really early on in the show because this stuff will be a huge plotline in season four, but it's like... It's nice that they kind of had this in their back burner from the beginning, really. Yeah, because, like, I, I kind of, we get that random scene that we say it in Jack where it's like, not ascending, which way do you think is north? Oh, look at not this. The compass is faulty. It's like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, but this is kind of, this never goes anywhere yeah, immediately. Yeah, I know. It's just, you can look back on the show now and think, oh, well, they had this stuff early on. They were always planning on having this kind of weird island where time moves differently and stuff like that. So I like, even though that was added in last minute, I like these compasses. And old Gummy Joan doesn't need a compass because he knows everything. la di da di da uh, Meanwhile, can I just say, like, I'm not meant to laugh at this bit, but then, like, Boone's tied up and we hear, somebody help me! And it's like, Boone's like, Shannon, I'm tied up! What? I'm tied up too! <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, that's just a random funny bit, and then we hear like, "Raw, no, no!" The monster he stretches, the gets, monster gets a knife. Please, Boone. Uh, of course, you know he's got to run to save old dear little half sister because that's what Boone does. Shen, uh, <laughs> please hurry. Uh, she's tied to a tree because you know Locke needs to have his way with both Boone and Shannon. Like he's he's bisexual, like Boone. Um, and then, uh, they hide in a tree, because you know, this is actually the first time we've seen the monster in quite some time, right? Like, this is, it's been a while since we've had a yeah. monster attack. Um, we get the Saeed Jack scene, as I mentioned, um, then we kind of get, uh, I like Locke and Jack, haven't had a conversation, no, we've been busy. Um, I love, I love that we ju- we're, like, in the boot episode, we just had a little bit about, oh my gosh, Shannon's in danger, Cut to an add-on scene about Saeed talking to Jack, followed by a scene Jack talking to Locke. It's like we had literally just got into the Boone stuff, and it's like, nah. Yeah. Sorry. No, no worries about that. We kind of get also just that throwaway uh, Boone and Shannon scene in the tree. What did you do to him, that freak, just because he was bored or something? I don't know. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I love Boone, but I'm like being mean to him. Um, so yeah, jo- Locke and Jack just having a chat in the beach. Where's Boone? <laughs> Let me just check my hip. No Boone! <laughs> no, no, no Boone. Let me check Sassy my pants. Law. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> Talks about the boar migrating, got to cover his tracks. Um, okay. Um, meanwhile, we get Sun talking about, oh, I can keep a secret with Kate. Uh, I can't tell him. I love him. Haven't you ever, uh, lied to a man you loved? Oh, but I loved him! It was a man I loved! Yeah, all, all 18 of them, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then I like Sun, uh, sorry, Jin and Hurley. Rumors <laughs> you speak English. <laughs> Your wife is hot. <laughs> Your wife's hot. <laughs> I love that. There's a rumor you do. Um, I, and then he like swallows that weird stuff and it like yeah, throws up. Cool. Um, Jack comes full circle with the pilot. Now it's Hurley and Gina friends. We get random Charlie scene because we haven't had Charlie this episode. Charlie's on drugs again. Um, and he's not hanging in the cave anymore. Um, and this is kind of the scene, as mentioned before, Charlie sort of is, like, talking about, you know, Locke, like, oh, he saved my life. And what is his, the line he says, like, oh, I think he killed his mates at the post office when his mum forgot to put a cookie in his lunch tin. <laughs> <laughs> Love so that true. line. But, like, he does say, like, you know, oh, if there's one person on this island that's like, no offence, I'd trust my life, it's John Locke. Um, I'm just gonna, cause these seeds are really, like, just quick fire, quick fire. Like, <laughs> Michael's weird in, what is he looking at? Like... He's looking at something well, and he smiles at Walt because uh, he's found yeah, his own just, bag. Yeah, it's foreshadowing for the next episode. Like these episodes I've been doing, they always kind of do one episode beforehand, setting up the next episode. Right, so we'll pay attention. Michael episode next, if you didn't realise that. Um, there's a papaya here. Uh, Hurley <laughs> has gets a fish from Jin. We've got to have random stare-off no. between Michael and Jin because why not? Um, it is nice. It's all been gutted in that for And then we kind of get... This is, is this the first time we actually see Jin and being nice to Sun on the island? <laughs> yeah, it could be, actually. Hurley has changed, Jin. Yeah, you have. You've, cha- you've changed now. Uh, and then we get, you know, mildly flirting between Jack and Kate. Um, <laughs> can I just say, typical Ben moment here, put your hand out. You'll like it, I swear. <laughs> I've used that line with girls, and I often end up in jail. Um, so, <laughs> Matthew Fox has a bit more luck here, even though he's not on a bus here. But, like, guava seeds. How does he know what these are? Like, 
I don't know what seeds are. Seeds are seeds. Like, <laughs> no, because these people are perfect. Jack knows everything. Um, oh, hero. And then we get the flashback. You and Locke weren't hunting boar. You were doing something else. <laughs> uh-uh. She's on to them. Again, he doesn't deny it. <laughs> and, and the worst thing is, this is a hallucination. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is all in Boo's head. He's having dreams about Locke. You know, like in The Simpsons, when Smithers has those like dreams of like sexy Mr. Burns, like oh, like this is what flying in. Um, so I do like kind of like Boone's explanation to Shannon. Oh, we found a piece of metal, a hatch, like a door. That's what a hatch is. <laughs> <laughs> um. Meanwhile, Shannon gets caught. Like this is kind of the first time we see sort of with the the smoke monster. Spoiler alert: smoke monster. Like the way the trees get like ripped up from the ground. Like this is kind of the first time we actually ever see that. Um. Shannon yeah. meanwhile gets caught. Um, flashback, they have sex, uh, but all of a sudden we see blood in the water, and poor old Shannon's been mauled to death, like... <laughs> really vicious. Like, like bloody the, hell. The like, is quite full on. Again, remember watching this episode for the first time, thinking, holy shit, <laughs> like, they just killed yeah. Shannon. <laughs> mauled. Like... And- you know, I mean, I fell for it, because same. it just makes sense. The Boone episode, we had the big revelation, and now it makes sense, Okay. Yep. Shannon, she's gone. And at this point, we didn't know how Lost de- dealt with character deaths or yep. anything. And Shannon was such a useless character that I totally fell for it. And it's so vicious. I'm like, oh, my God, look at her body. <laughs> Usually we are looking at a body, but this time around, there's, like, pieces of a body sticking out that shouldn't be there. Um, yeah, very, very graphic. <laughs> Even poor old little Boone in his moment of, like, anguish. Like, this is when he really should be fired up. Like, you killed my sister! <laughs> like, just basically gets shoved aside by Locke straight away. <laughs> oh, Boone. But then kind of, like, Locke straight away is like, calm down, why is there no blood on, blood on you? I've written here, Locke is a bottom, because, like... He's, oh. he's pinned him down. Locke's loving it. Uh, <laughs> and then we see Shannon. Meanwhile, he's there mildly flirting with Saeed. She's alive. Um, and then it's, it's kind of like, this is the first time we get, like, um, Locke's whole, oh, is that what it made you see? Because this becomes a thing, right? Like, of what the island will show you. Um, so yeah, he's, but he never brings out the juju paste no, again. He's, he's made his juju paste. Thank like, God. That's what Locke's doing in the jungle. He's just, like, getting off and juju pace. Well, next time he makes a hut, and when he has the sweat hut, he sees bones. So, it's a recurring vector between these two and their dreams. Well, he has, like... Doesn't he, like, get haunted by the fact that he kills Boone? Fuckhead Locke. <laughs> I don't think... I don't think John Locke cares that much. Um, so, what, is, what does he say? It gave you an experience that is vital for your survival on the island. But, like, this is... like it's, Well, <laughs> clearly not. It's um, it's pretty, like, telling, though. Like, it's a pretty shocking way to end it. The way he's like, how did you feel when she died? Because you're expecting him to be like, oh, I was upset. I was like, whatever, and all this other stuff. And he says... Relieved. I feel relieved. It's like, dude. <laughs> 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 That's dark. That's what we did at Locke, just being like, dude, that... Dark boom. Dude, I was going that far, man. Like, you have some issues. I'm going to the hatch. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from me. <laughs> You're creepy. <laughs> Locks calling someone creepy. That's when you know you've crossed the line. Uh, but then he's like, time yeah, to leave. I mean, he's kind of dark, though. Yeah. And then he's like, 
follow me. <laughs> like, <laughs> now that you've let go of the love for your sister, you can love me instead. <laughs> and, and it was all a dream. Uh, we, we still see... I mean, look, let's be honest. When Saeed and Shannon are not talking in the distance and we can't even hear what they're saying, they've still got no chemistry. <laughs> uh, and then, boom, lost. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Boone's one and only episode. Um, anything else to add? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> not at all. Shall we rate it then? Uh, do I dare ask where you're going with this one? Oh, do we have any questions? Oh, right. Uh, well, I don't. I don't, but just if you do. <laughs> um, what is the juju pace? <laughs> I mean, there's kind of is with the compass, but it's not really a question. It's more just kind of fleshing out the island a bit. Um, What's so. in Michael's box? <laughs> I mean, no. Yeah, I, that will be answered next week. I don't think... I mean, like, it's kind of... I mean, this is the thing. <laughs> the Boone flashback, there's no nothing. Do they... Will anyone find <laughs> out that Boone and Shannon aren't <laughs> siblings in a fucking... Like, I mean... <laughs> Yeah. Um, there's nothing. The Boone episode, there's no... This is the first episode we've had. There's no questions. <laughs> the fucking Boone episode. That's not cool, man. Like, we need to just have one. <laughs> what did Boone have for breakfast with the blonde? <laughs> Nicole. Oh, God. All right. Yeah, let's get into the ranking. What are you doing um, yeah, my problem with this episode is, A, on the Boone episode, Boone's barely in it. B, when he is in it, it's all a dream. Um, C, when it is all a dream, it's st- he's still barely in it. Um, and, you know, the flashback is really not good at all. Uh, the twist, yeah, it's okay. But I still never really liked it. I liked that they were blood brother and sister um and the rest of the flashback we went through there's just nothing there and um, there would never be another one for boone um you know I, the problem is i i like all the little filler kind of character moments but the problem is i shouldn't like them more than i like the main plot of the episode but i do um like the gin and hurley stuff is great um the jack kate stuff eh um <laughs> The sun cage stuff, yeah, it's okay. I like the beginning of the garden, which will be in the show for a few seasons. Um, so, yeah, this is definitely a filler episode, but I don't mind filler episodes if it's, like, really good character stuff. Like, next episode is not a great one, but it's a filler one, but with some great character moments. Um, this one, really not so much. I love Boone Shannon. I don't get the title. Maybe there's more to it than I'm, that I'm not seeing. Um... This was running under time. I like the compass stuff, flushing out the island. Yeah, this is a bin. Oh. <laughs> I, I love Boone and Shannon, but I like them more in not their episode. Um, so, yeah, Boone, you're great, but you're about to die. And this just really goes to show why Boone did die, because there's just nothing for this character. Um, really coming off hearts, uh, whatever the case, and now into hearts and minds. It's like, we've really got to pick up the pace, guys. So, first watch, yeah, it may have been okay. 13 years later, uh-uh, been 
I just like this episode. Like, it's it's <laughs> the thing. Like, I found like as even like again as I said right at the very beginning of this episode, even putting aside our fandom of Boone and all this sort of stuff that we've kind of talked him up so much. Thirteen episodes in, like I remember just this. I remembered this episode like even before I rewatched this a year ago. I'm like, oh, when do we get to the episode where Boone and Shannon are fuck? Like, it's just kind of like it's just it's one I remembered, and it's like. It's kind of like, I'm thinking like this might be the opposite case when we get to Pablo and whatever their names are in a few seasons time. Uh, it's just kind of like pointless filler in some aspects, but like, I don't know. I just enjoy it. I just, I enjoy random characters having flashbacks who we don't necessarily, we're not going to, and like, again, we don't know at this point that Boone and Shannon aren't going to be major players. So kind of on like a first watch of this, you know, you're going to assume, oh, there's going to be more. Um, but I just, I enjoy this more than whatever the case may be. And you, like, went off of me for renting that. Um, and even though I'm more intrigued by the Kate storyline, there's nothing intriguing about Boone's storyline except they have sex. There's just so much, like, the Jin and Hurley stuff's fun. Like, uh, you know, I, I like sort of Boone. Like, Ian Summerhold is great acting in this episode. Can I just point that out? Um yeah, I'm going to buy it. I'm sorry, I am. Like, I just I just feel... I just This is an episode that if I just wanted to watch a random episode, I'd totally put this on, just for the fun of it. Like, I just enjoy this episode. And I'm not doing it just like, oh, Ben, of course you're going to buy the Boone episode. Like, I wouldn't expect anything less. But, I mean, I don't know. I just really like this episode. I just, just cannot explain it. You just always have those ones that you just really like. And just talking about it made me like it even more, even though I've ripped shit into it, because, you know, it's fun to do that. But uh, I think we've got our very... That's our very first huge discrepancy there, that we've gone completely opposite ends. I've bought it. You've binned it. So there you go. <laughs> You're silent. <laughs> yeah. I We were talking about whether or not we would ever have an episode that one of us buys, one of us bins. Um turns out it was one week later <laughs> uh yeah you bought hearts of mine <laughs> i had extra money this week <laughs> so. yeah no i said lost was my favorite show i've been binning these episodes You've left, been right, three and episodes like holy <laughs> crap <laughs> uh, yeah, i'm laying it down you are you really are but uh anyway we're off uh back we're off back. Next week, uh, we're into episode 14. It's called Special. Bruce McAvaney's favourite episode. There's a joke for uh, Australian sports fans out there. We get our taste of uh, Michael and Walt for the first time, uh, which is good. Again, as I kind of went on a lot of the reason why I really like this episode is we kind of get a taste of these characters we haven't have, hadn't seen much of. And do we only ever get, like, two Michael episodes, three Michael episodes, do we? Or how many Michael episodes do we actually no, get? We get- Four Michael episodes. Okay. I like Michael. I feel Michael kind of... We haven't had him a lot so far, have we? So, um, I'm, I mean, I can't stand Walt. He's a little shit. But, you know, I like Michael. So, I haven't watched it yet, I'll be honest. So, I'm sure you have, probably. Uh, yeah, this one, we're not on a roll. <laughs> <laughs> this, one, this one's okay. Um, I think this one's holds up better when you first watch it than on a rewatch, if that makes any sense. Um, it doesn't hold up on a rewatch as much. Um, but, you know, it's a lot of flashback. Next week is pretty much like half the episode is flashback, which I kind of like. Um, so it's an okay one. I don't know if I'll bin it or if I'll rent it or not. Um, you know, yeah. I remember it from when it aired, but other than that, it's nothing special. 
No pun intended. And we are offic- it's okay. We officially passed the halfway point now of the first season. Uh, given there's 25 episodes this season, uh, if you classify the last three episodes as three separate episodes, yeah. Uh, so which we will. If I sound lackluster, there's some really good episodes in season one coming up. But it's just in the tail end of it. There's some great episodes, some of the all time best. So. Please don't think I'm just an ultimate grumpy grumpy pants. <laughs> it's grumpy pants, Noah. I love this show more than life itself. Bin, 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 bin. <laughs> uh, but as always, yeah. if you're enjoying these uh, episodes, remember you can uh, leave some feedback, like us on Facebook, uh, follow us on Twitter, send us some uh, messages on our website, theosnetwork.net. You can email us, theosnetwork at hotmail.com. And, of course, uh, feedback as well on iTunes. Uh, as we kind of went before, we are the boon of podcasts. We're always just begging and hoping that one day somebody will notice us. Um, we don't have the money either, sadly, like boons. We can't pick up hot blonde chicks. I mean, I can't. I don't know about Noah, but he went to Europe. I'm sure he did i don't know um again ben just stop talking at one point um <laughs> subscribe stitcher spotify itunes as i just mentioned and uh yeah we appreciate any sort of uh comments feedbacks anything else you want to send us in the meantime but uh it's been fun it's been boon it's oh god it's over quickly before we knew it and it's a few more episodes of time and he's not going to be with us anymore <sighs> my name is ben and you've got to pee on me noah pee on me <laughs> um, my, my, no, I'm, I haven't done a podcast like this since I was a wee below, so good time. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.